0: Okay, so we have a great guest here today, a new neighbor stopping by, and I'm extra special because this neighbor and I actually go back farther than than I I I can't even count. (laughs) Yeah, we get to mix my world with your world
1: too. A little bit of a voice specialist combined with sports. So something I know something about and something I know nothing about. I'm I'm jazzed up.
0: Good. Let's roll with it.
1: Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what.
2: Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello,
0: faithful listener out there. Or maybe we got bumped to two listeners. It's
2: (laughs)
1: plural. It's got
0: to be plural at this point. Come on now. Thank you for joining us in our episode. Remember, we drop new episodes every Friday. You can catch great neighbors that stop by and, you know, some great banter that... yours truly with philip decide to get into some tough issues indeed the great neighbor stopping
1: by is a fact the great banter (laughs) subjective
0: it is but you guys are in season five episode four we're excited because this neighbor and i go way back so i don't want to waste any time let's just get right to it absolutely okay uh he's been in radio a very very long time and in fact I knew him in radio when we were together in college, so hint, hint there. If For those of you that uh, listen to the show know where I go to college, mmm, I will test you in just a minute. Uh, but he's worked throughout high school and college. Uh, he's known he wanted to be part of the radio scene for as long as he can remember. He was also a producer on the afternoon drive show, 105.3 The Fan, home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Uh, for five years, he... Uh, Like, later, he started uh, his climb up the executive branch there, overseeing radio stations, and then they moved to Albany, New York, then Denver, so he's been around a little bit, Uh, but fear not... You faithful Houstonians. He came back to Texas and not only is he from Dallas originally, but he's now a native Houstonian living in the Katy area. I'm not going to give any more away. His laundry list of accomplishments is incredible. He's got a new business going on that he's going to talk about, but let's just get him on the show. Welcome, Mr. Armin Williams. Hey,
2: what's up, boys? Thanks for having me. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. Listen, I want to make it clear I did not knock when i came over he the, really, did I he tell. really I didn't didn't. actually we heard him shouting from the driveway
0: <laughs> should i knock i'm not knocking i'm coming in yeah,
2: I, I did I, okay i wasn't gonna go i wasn't gonna pull the curtains i wanted to make it sound like i just walked in unannounced but i was really nervous like I, I, didn't want to walk into somebody's house I didn't know and then get pumped full of lead. So I was like, "Hey, Ryan, am I am I at the right place?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can hear you because you're loud. I can hear you outside the window."
0: Makes me think that we should get that that VHS of what was the Home Alone movie where the, 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 Home Alone would be the movie. The, no, yeah, no, no, no.
1: That thing was titled. Uh, no, Home no, Alone. no, no, no.
0: Where, where they're trying to s- the sneak in and he puts on the video the with the gangsters. Home Alone One. Yeah, Home Alone Part One. Yeah. No, 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 no. What's the actual name of the movie in oh. in the you, That's what I'm talking about. Like. Where he's like ah, no one knows. All they know is keep the chain. You a filthy, filthy animal. animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but he said pump your guts full of lead. He's like, I'm gonna give you it to the count of three. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like, that's what i was just picturing two, <laughs> 10 yeah <laughs>
2: that's so funny
0: we don't do that but no we're so happy that you're here and welcome to houston man
1: yeah think, have you it, thought out since since you left uh central new york state or are you
2: oh man so i went or, from, or denver yeah yeah what yeah. take us through kind of your your path a little bit well i was in dallas uh, on the afternoon drive show 105.3 the fan i was the producer fourth man on the show there and then i decided to go the Executive route, the management route of program director.
0: And, and for those that are listening on the podcast, that was air quotes on the executive route.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just to let you guys know. It, Congratulations,
1: by the way. You can do them properly. He can't. Yeah.
2: So.
0: I,
1: sorry.
2: I th- I, <laughs> yeah. I thought it's weird. Brian keeps throwing them <laughs> up, but just randomly, like, hey, hello. I, I do.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's, but you should be used to that. <laughs> Nothing's changed since college, right? No. It's
2: been, well, we've known each other, what, is it 20 years now?
0: I, I know. We just haven't been in contact, which is, it's, it's awesome to have you here. I, I can't even, this is a little bit un, this is a little surreal right now for
1: it's me it's cool it's so. cool but we hijacked you so so you're in denver you're producing the show
2: yeah well started in dallas and then i moved in 2013 went to this quote-unquote executive route the program director route moved to albany new york oh it's Albany. okay gotcha. market 65 so in radio it's all about the market size the more people that live in a you know demographic in a dba area right uh that's how large the market is ranked so houston is market five dallas is market four right you get the point so i went from market four to market 65 to get my experience right to be a manager at espn radio in albany i was there three years then went to denver colorado uh, where we covered the broncos obviously talked about the broncos all the time they're such a big brand there, very similar to what the cowboys would be in the dallas area i was in denver for three years and then came to Houston uh, to be the program director at Sports Radio 610 here in Houston. So I've been here three and a half years. So if you th- talk about thawing out, okay, going from Dallas to Albany was a culture shock. I bet. Of New York. <laughs> in, in more ways than one, yeah. I, I'm sure. In more ways than one, yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> we have lifelong friends. And then going from Denver to Houston, yeah, man, you're. I mean, my blood. Because, you know, growing up— in Texas, my whole life, born and raised Dallas guy. Sorry, I normally don't say that out loud. That's I'm that's all right, man. That's anyway. all right. My
0: family lives in Dallas now, so I, I, I can't. My, yeah. my little... A
1: Molotov cocktail comes flying through <laughs> the window, by the way, I'm holding you responsible.
0: <laughs> I
2: told you, I was, scared, I was scared about the gun when I walked in, and now we're talking about... <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> Keep that change, you filthy animal. Exactly. That's what, that's what I was going to say, too. Indeed, written on the note. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Man, when, I, when I got here, like, yes, it takes... The first summer heat killed me. I mean, this this summer heat. I mean, the, the, again, it's so hot here. But when you your well, this blood has been outrageous. Your blood, yes, it has been. But your blood really does change. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's crazy.
0: Well, okay. So did you did you want to leave? Let me ask you this about with radio. You've wanted to be in radio for forever
2: since I was thirteen.
0: I mean, you just you just knew. When when Going was back. the first moment really that that sparked wanting to to get on the mic?
2: I was eight years old, and I fell in love with the people behind the mic. I would listen to the country station, 99.5 KPLX in Dallas, and John Gaynor was on the air, and Harmon and Evans, and Beth Cherry, and we'd be driving in the car, and I would tell my mom, hey mom, did you know that Beth Cherry has two kids, and they go to blah blah school, and my mom would say, how, how do you know that, but I connected with them on the radio. They were the individuals that connected me to the artist, to the song, and then I you know, connected to them. Through all of that. And they would go, you know, when you listen to a radio station and they say, hey, join me Saturday, I'll be at Walmart from four to six. I would make my parents take me to their appearances that's and I cool. would meet them.
0: That's really cool. That's very old school. It really it, is. It, it feels Especially very, good. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Really, yeah. I, I think was, that's awesome. And
2: in the 90s, they had the headshots that they would bring with them. There were four by six headshots. And I oh, would get you them got and them signed, them. So huh? I have a folder probably has 75 headshots i wow. mean i have like nine Beth cherries seven john games because every time <laughs> i win i would have them sign another one for me you're gonna pass that down
0: one. to your kids and they're gonna open up and be like who the heck is this this sucks we I mean, are gonna throw them away yeah,
2: exactly yeah do <laughs> like
0: Why would anybody oh my keep my this? memories <laughs> it's like come on dad yeah yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> meanwhile you're looking at your kids going like this person had more awesome by 8 a.m every morning than you guys get in a week of work so yeah. let's uh
0: all right, so, so you... judge not. <laughs> exactly, but so that's really neat. I, I didn't really know that about you because let's fast forward a little bit. Yep. So you decide you want to. We met in college and we went to the great college, Texas Tech University. Uh, so Tech. that's right, Rackham, go Red Raiders. And we met doing a th- radio, actually, 88.1 KTXT. So I, were you a DJ with the radio station as well? I know... you're I know we did the, the sports show together, but
2: yeah, there were two different, uh, major radio ownership groups in Lubbock and I worked for one of them when we were in college, okay. In college. And then I worked uh, full time when I graduated, I stayed in Lubbock and worked at Z102. I was on the morning show. Got it. Once I graduated in 06.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, and just for our listeners and viewers out there, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on your podcast, the name of our show, do you remember it? Do you remember the oh, name of our show? The, I, I know it. I, I, but it's like gl- glory years for me, right? Okay, it's like Can I guess?
2: Was it something about sports bash?
0: No. Am I close? There was a, a bar called Bash Rip Rocks. Nah, well, that's <laughs> not what I'm thinking of our show.
2: <laughs> is, is the word sports in it? it
0: no, it was oh, the right, word uh, jock. I'll give you the first word, jock.
2: It wasn't jock jams. It wasn't jock rock.
0: I'm gonna just assume that it wasn't strap.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't jockstrap.
0: You one never it de- knows. It definitely wasn't. Uh, That's a fair suggestion. You know, you're yeah. listening. Got to that? Got Kato that sports itch? Jock on talk. Jock talk. It was jock yes, talk. Okay. That was it. Right. It was jock talk.
2: <laughs> Boy, like you, like I just came in at the last second, like. Like Just
0: in there. the nick of time for Philip to get off that that itch of jockstrap. Yeah. <laughs> Philip, Philip, how creative were we? Huh? Yeah, exactly. Indeed,
1: indeed. Sponsored jock by top. Gold Bond, I hope. That's, <laughs> if, uh... if we
0: were if, if we needed it to be, hey, if we had a sponsor, man, we you know what we could have done. Uh, but no, we had a lot of fun, man. Uh, yeah. Little B and Arm and Hammer. That was that was oh, our. Man. And we, wow. it's true. Yeah, 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 B. yeah
1: and Armin and Hammer. That's right, I, man. I like we had a good
0: it. time with that. And uh, Well done. You know, there was a lot of a lot of great guys. I mean, I got to to meet and hang out with Wes Welker, and I know that doesn't mean anything to y- to you specifically, but for, I usually nod politely though. I I know, but for the sports world, for the sports world, uh Wes Welker, very uh Super Bowl champion wide receiver played with Tom Brady you know, he started out undrafted. He, I think still holds, maybe it's broken. I have to check, but you might know. Does he still hold the, the record in college football
2: for punt returns oh, for touchdowns still? I, I don't know that. Okay. Off the top of my but, head, I don't know, but I mean, it was just really I doubt it with the way records get shattered these days, but I, I don't, I don't know if it's all man, but one, one of the best wide receivers to ever come out of Texas tech, a long prolific NFL career. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And now Absolutely. he's still in the NFL. He's still coaching in the NFL. So he's a recognizable name to NFL fans. Unlike Phillip. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he's recognizable. I I, I, as I, nine love nine it like I missed you,
0: man. Just throw him under the bus right now. dude <laughs> sitting to my left over here.
2: Pretty much every human outside this door would know Wes Walker except, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> except yeah. for Phil. He he played for the Patriots.
0: That's cool. Yeah, you know who the Patriots are, right? Uh, Yeah, I've I've seen them once or twice. Okay, okay. So as as long as as in in
1: passing, like on the way to get to the beer, but you know,
0: you you've seen Patriot players in passing,
2: or you you, on
1: TV. Oh, okay. You know, (laughs) I was like, usually there's a television. Where where, where were you getting?
2: Where were you getting beer? (laughs) At this point, I doubt that he had football on the TV. I mean, even that was surprising (laughs) to me.
0: But often somebody does. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But anyway, so it it was a good time. We had we had a great time. So I'm glad to see that you are continuing that that trend. So you get out of you get out of college. You're can we st-
2: touch on it uh, before you move, I gotta give you credit on something at KTXT.
0: Oh wow. Uh, we were I no- will never pass up the moment to get credit. Hang on, let me let me readjust well, it's myself.
2: This is <laughs> the only time I've you yeah, gotta readjust yourself. <laughs> There's that jock strap. <laughs> yeah, Sponsored by Gold Bond. Yeah. So <laughs> not leaving that. When my crotch is. All right. Now this will mean nothing to Philip, but when we were on the show, there was this guy that... Every week, Brian insisted on having on, I didn't know who he was, to talk college basketball, Jerry Palm. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember that. And Brian would be like, dude, this guy's really good. Like, You don't understand. They use the stats. And I still had never heard of him, and I just kind of went with it, and he would come on. And don't get me wrong. He was very good. But now, if you are a college basketball fan in 2022, you know Jerry Palm. He gets brought up on ESPN and CBS all the time now. They now have, I think they, they might call it the Palm Report and they have the defenses ranked. So Texas Tech basketball. I mean, I heard it every week this year. About oh, I didn't I'd
0: see. I didn't even realize that.
2: According to Jerry wow. Palm, Texas Tech is number nine, and, and like they'll bring up the graphics on ESPN, and every time they do, I'm like, freaking Chambers nailed that twenty well, years ago. And well and, done.
0: and honestly, well, thank you. But I, I'm going to give a little bit of extra credit to a friend of mine, Max, who I had guest on the show as well occasionally, and he was the one that introduced me to that connection at first and he was like you've got to do this and i was like all right and i looked i was like you're right we got to do this but i didn't know he was going to get so big which it's a very mathematician type of thing that that everything's become right
2: analytical before analytics was a thing
0: yes before before like vegas became vegas with all the ncaa college sports betting and stuff
2: and i hate math so brian would give me the Jerry Palmerport and I would look at it and be like, "This sucks." Like we got to do it. We got to do a whole segment with this guy yeah. and talk about numbers. And then twenty years later, I'm like, this "Oh, that was the sports. one thing." He knew what he was What's doing. going on? <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: Whose name do I wait? Hang on. <laughs> no, it was. It was really informative. It was very informative. So, but I'm. That's awesome, man. Thank you for that. But there's your credit. But you know, a little shout out to Max as well, man. Thank you for that introduction and and all of us. You know, it it takes a a team to make shows work. So you have to be able to bounce ideas. And, you know, you were a great co-host, just as Phillips, a great co-host like we coast well together just to be able to bounce things off of each other and have a good time and still get the information out there. So you were fantastic at that. So it doesn't shock me that you have been brilliant in radio as you've continued.
2: Well, thank, thank you for that. I, I don't know if I deserve all of that, but I, I don't know if, our, if we deserved our show being classified as the show worked. I mean, we had two years in college radio Never really got any feedback. We just did it for fun. It was a blast. Hey, I think it worked. Now, now you guys have had five (laughs) seasons. Like, I think you guys at this point,
0: it works. Do you think that radio is becoming obsolete now, especially with the way video and YouTube and podcasting is kind of growing? Or do you think there's a
2: really still a big market for it? Obsolete's a strong word, but the market is crowded. and, And radio has to fight for the listener's ear more than ever right? Because I mean, on the way over here, I listened to a podcast on Spotify. Shout out. I was actually listening to one of your episodes. I I went to um, a playlist on Spotify. I went back to the radio and then there was something on Apple music I had saved and I I grabbed that for, so you, I mean, just in a 40 minute drive, I had all these options at my fingertips. So easy, you know, Apple CarPlay in the car. Uh, the attention span is less than ever. I mean, what would you
0: say? The attention span is
2: I was taught that a listener makes the decision within nine seconds if they're going to stick with you or not. That, and, that sounds about right. And then the average occasion of listening for a radio station is probably between nine to 11 minutes is what Nielsen would tell you. And then somebody comes into your station two to four times a day. So that's what you, as a radio coach, you know, as I, as I basically was like, that's what I would coach my talent to. Hey guys, if you only have somebody for 11 minutes, your show is, do the math, uh, is 12 11 minute segments. You have 12 11 minute shows. You don't have one three hour show, right? You don't have one okay. four right, hour show. Right. Yeah. You have an 11 minute show every 15 minutes. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. You know, when, when we first started doing video for the podcast, Brian kept on telling me, like, listen, I've been researching YouTube analytics. Like, you have to make sure our YouTube videos are short and sweet because people just don't. Tune in the whole time and we actually wound up settling on kind of a short version of the show and then if the listener the viewer really wants to they can find the full episode yeah but but it's true i mean look at you look at our numbers it's the same deal user you know viewer retention is like they, they pop in they pop out they watch for 30 seconds and they come back you know the same ip will come back like 15 times to the same episode it's weird and now if you're not yeah. doing
0: time stamps on stuff they they you know, they may not watch much of of it because they're more likely to click through some of your stuff at least and maybe stop on something versus, you know, nothing. But it's
2: it's just a little, it's a very different. Well, just just think about how you guys scroll through stories and scroll through your feed. I mean, that's exactly how all of us, social media has changed how we all take in content and what our attention span is for content. And not only does radio have to fight with content from all these other devices and platforms, but now they also have to compete with the sales aspect of it too. When you're listening on an app, okay, when you're Spotify, music-wise, even podcast, audio, you can have real numbers in real time. Like I can see exactly how many people listen for how long, and you guys are talking YouTube. You can see exactly when they leave. And if you're an advertiser, like that information is so important as a salesperson to sell to clients, right? In radio, they're still judged by Nielsen. And for, I, for I, our listeners, though, yeah. explain what Nielsen is. Nielsen is the, they are the ones that decide ratings for radio and TV. Okay. They, they're the scoreboard. And, and you can credit uh, radio and the companies. I mean, they are coming up with innovative ways and, and ways to find their own data and to collect that from listeners and to know what the listeners' patterns are. I mean, they're just not sitting back and letting it happen. But that aspect is, is, has been difficult for them to overcome. So,
0: so jumping a little bit or fast forwarding a little bit okay let's get to (laughs) let's get to a little bit of of houston houston sports and things i know you bounced around and you've got, you've had a chance to work with a little bit of the hometown team here. Uh, Astros. No, not so much more Texans.
2: Yeah. So I was at sports radio 610 and we were the flagship for the Houston Texans. Okay. So that, that was the team that we, we had the official partnership and relationship with that. I, I spent the most time with, especially obviously working with their front office um, great people in there that, that I've worked hand in hands with. Great great relationship and partnership. Okay.
0: Sure. And and not to get I don't want to get you in trouble here or anything, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a little bit because we've had a lot of a lot of controversial things going on with our home team here. You know, with Deshaun Watson and all these cases, yeah, and, see, and then this the sports
1: fr- stuff that I get tuned into a little bit. it's yeah, it been a little it, bit. It's, uh, it's
0: been there, and then so the, you follow the off the field stuff then uh, a little bit, uh, okay. yeah. And then all of course right. some of the front office. There's some controversial of what's going on with with our executives in in the Texans organization. Sure. Is there anything that
2: that you might be able to uh, previous? to or share with us yeah i mean we can go back to uh, i guess timeline wise this would have been three to three to four years ago oh hang
0: on Okay, we're back three to four years ago now.
2: <laughs> we well, why does the fast-forward and rewind sound the same? <laughs> yeah, no, he, he just loves pressing buttons. Yeah.
1: Do not get on Elevator with Brian
2: Chambers. I'm not going to go li- timeline again. I will no. lie. <laughs> don't don't timeline again. All right, fine. We, we learned our lesson. All right, so anyway, so we're back three to five years. So Bob McNair passes away. Cal McNair, his son, takes over the team. Cal McNair is running the team. Now, Jamie Roots was the president of the Houston Texans since they began, right? for nearly 20 years. It just so happens that, you know, Jamie had an incredible relationship with Bob McNair, Cal and Jamie, you can say probably just didn't have the same relationship. That happens, right? I mean, you change bosses and you don't click with them as well as you did the other one. So Cal and Jamie agree to go separate ways. When Jamie leaves, there was a guy they had recently brought in from new England who was the chaplain for the Patriots, Jack Easterby.
0: Those East coast guys. Hey, 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 hey. Easy, <laughs> easy. So this guy,
2: Easterby, has gotten this rap because there was a- Sounds
0: very East Coast.
2: Easterby. Easterby. see what you did there. <laughs> it's going
0: to sound East Coast. We hunt you
1: down for making fun of his name. You know what I'm saying?
2: He's a chaplain. He, does, he doesn't He does hunt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's full of love, you guys. Come on. <laughs> But
0: from East Coast, you never know, right? They could be a chaplain by day, and who knows what's going on at
2: night. All right, we digress. All right, so, so Easterby comes. And he, he has never had any experience of running a team, being a president, being a general manager, and he was in that interim role for all of it for about eight months. So the bad rap that the Texans get is that there were some trades and moves made by himself and Bill O'Brien at the time that were a mess. And so a lot of the household names that we loved, like J.J. Watt, are no longer there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was, uh, that was a bummer and upsetting. And, you know, there were, there were trades and, 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 and jerseys that everybody wore and, and they ran a lot of those guys off during that time. Right. And then, uh, they brought in a, a general manager who, uh, basically corrected that stuff And and he's there now and everything's on track now, but the Texans have a perception, right?
0: Uh, they, they had the, yeah, oh, the, two the years optics ago. were already yes. bad. And so now yeah. he's having to clean everything up. And it
2: doesn't help that the general manager they brought in is Nick Casario, who is also from the Patriots. So you still have this feeling of Patriots South. But I mean, if you're asking for the quote unquote inside scoop, I'm doing the quotes again, Brian. Don't, don't abuse them. <laughs> and properly again, I might add. Thank you. I appreciate that Thank Cole. you. Thank you. No, no you, don't, you don't use the quote there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- this guy, Nick Casario knows what he's doing and it's going to take time. And they're rebuilding. They now have to rebuild, not just the roster, but everything, the whole, the whole image, the team, they've brought in a new marketing guy. Uh, it- it's all completely different in a lot of ways. It's unrecognizable of what it was four years ago, but it's not bad. You know, they fixed a lot of things and it's just going to take some, some time to, to rebuild it. And for all intents and purposes, they're headed back in the right direction again, but it's going to take a little while for them to get some household names again they yep. probably don't have the right quarterback right now. This probably isn't the guy most likely. Wait, we actually have a quarterback right now. His name is <laughs> Davis. No, actually, Davis Mills. He's oh, got he's. This, d- oh, I do remember Mills. Yeah. He's got the biggest neck. The long Philip, like you would like this because it has nothing to do with sports. But his <laughs> neck, <laughs> it's like a turtle. And his mom told him he should get a turtleneck endorsement. I thought that was a good mom play. I that like is that. a it's mom, mom play.
0: play. That that's uh, what's his name? Uh, it was uh, like was it Reggie White or no? Who did the the Campbell soup? with Reggie's... Was it Reggie's mom? Yeah. I think it was Reggie's mom who <laughs> decided to do the Campbell's soup, and he, like she shows up in the locker room at the commercials like, Reggie, eat your eat your soup or whatever. Oh, mom. And, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. a, a kind of a cool endorsement. So I, I like that.
1: You know, I might not be plugged into the whole sports thing, but but I do have lots and lots of colleagues and friends who are, and, and what you're talking about with the Texans in that period of time, man, it was so apparent to even people like me who don't watch the games because these guys that I know, they're all like season ticket holders, and they were all super into the into the team. And then all of a sudden it was, ah, fuck it. I don't want to go to the game. I don't really care. You yeah know, they would just pass on game after game. Yeah, t-
0: like tickets used to be a hot item and all of a sudden. Yeah, they, they weren't t-
1: taking customers. Like, no, no and, customer uh, wants to go. Yeah, now,
0: it, now it's very interesting. You know, and I'm convinced Bill O'Brien, the former head coach of the, of the Houston Texans, had dirt or dirty pictures or something on somebody like I, I i he had to have something he he rose into power as a head coach very quickly i don't know what I, I'm speculating. It's my opinion, but it happened very quickly. Like all of a sudden, he, he's now head coach. He's calling out the plays. He's now GM. He's. I'm like, are you just appointing yourself? It's like, like the seats are open. It's like I think I'll take that chair. You know, I, I don't know what was going on, but I don't know. It's e- easy to cast stones though when you're it, not at that level. Th- that's right? true, I mean, but that's also why, why I was kind of asking. That's why I like Armin had, has kind of an inside track or a little bit more than I do. That so I'm glad to hear that they're riding the ship and that yeah. things will get better. So that's good for the home team is it hard to be rooting for the Texans or are you still rooting for the Cowboys?
2: You know what? Uh, It is not hard to root for the Texans. Uh, It was hard to root when I lived in New York. It was really hard to root for the Giants and the Yankees because growing up my mom's side of the family was from New York. So I was raised to where my cousins and I would go back and forth all the time. Nasty stuff between Cowboys, Rangers and Giants and Yankees and like, it got to the point to where my grandfather would not call me on my birthday, but as soon as the Giants, when the clock went 0, zero, zero and the Giants beat the Cowboys, hey, Ahmed, how you doing? What's going on? Like, I know why you're calling. Why am I calling? I just can't check in on my my gra-. Like, Gramps, you missed my birthday. What? What do you mean? Well, I'm just calling to say hi. No, you're not. You're coming, calling to be a jackass. Like, this isn't nice.
1: That's awesome. I grew up in Connecticut. My family's from Binghamton, New York. Yeah, so the Yankee Mets thing, for example, like exactly home. It's real. Gosh, it's like it's like Dallas, Houston. The the feud is real. My brother's my brother's
0: wedding. My brother's wedding uh, up in Dallas when the Astros were playing the not it wasn't the World Series with the playoffs. Uh, The uh, Astros were playing the Yankees, and his wedding was going on on during one of the games. At the reception, there were tables with people talking about having games on phones that were watching phones and they, we even had the, and of course my mom's family is from New York as well. And so we had a little bit of a split, their yeah. Yankees Astros, but the bride was really happy about so, that too. <laughs> you know, you it was know. like we actually they had somebody announce the the score or updates. They had the DJ announcing that stuff. You think and, they're about to make a toast, <laughs> but no, they're just calling out the games. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 go I, I think my <laughs> uncle destroyed his phone when because they lost the Yankees lost that game, and I think he, we were on the the party bus on our way out after the reception, and I think he just threw it down. He was so ticked off. He's like, "Son of a," and just chunked his phone. I was just like, whatever, man. I was like, and of course my little brother comes down sporting his Astros, you know, the hotel bar later that night sporting his Astros Jersey. I'm like, this is not going to end up. Well, right. If you
1: (laughs) see somebody sharpening the end of a spoon run,
2: but you touch, you, you touch on something. That's great though. In the Northeast, the sports fan base is fantastic. It is. Oh yeah, they get over the top upset about anything. They can win the game fifty to nothing and still be like, "I can't believe those backup running back played in the fourth quarter." Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's one hundred percent right. And that yeah, has seven f bombs in the middle of it. Yep. You know,
0: it's wild. You're one hundred percent right. And
2: it's so much fun in sports radio too, right? I mean, it's those are great sports radio markets. For well, sure.
0: do you have a do you have a moment working in sports a lot? I mean, not just radio, but in sports specifically. Do you have a moment with in your career that you've had that just sticks out more than most?
2: Yeah, so I remember when uh, DeAndre Hopkins was traded here in Houston and we just never thought that that would happen and this was during that time that Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby were taking over the team and we just thought it was a joke. You know, like like we literally thought oh, there's no way that this happened. They got the reports wrong and then, then the reports came out as to what they traded for. I mean, I, I remember where I was in my office when that happened. I mean, th- those moments probably don't leave you and then you're having to call all your guys and explain like hey listen here's what I'm hearing here and they're like this is I mean they're all going nuts (laughs)
0: telling you you're crazy you heard it wrong and then
2: my job is that like I'm trying to protect the partnership you know we like we respect the Texans and so how do you be respectful in a moment that's that's arguably the worst trade in the history of the NFL (laughs) this is like
0: bonehead move Oh, that's, I mean, so I, that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's really neat that you get firsthand knowledge or people in, in that work where you were, were getting that firsthand knowledge, but I can't even imagine what like everyone's head is doing with, with moments like that, you know, whether it be NBA, NHL, NFL, you know, and soccer, baseball, whatever. Uh, but I think that's kind of cool. So
2: another moment was we were at giants training camp and they had a uh, tackle an offensive tackle. His name was Will Beatty. And we're talking in the segment. And, you know, as a radio host, you have to have opinions. It's a boring show if you don't have opinions. Right. So I'm going on this rant about how Will Beattie is the worst left tackle in the NFL. How did they bring this guy back? He is so bad. He's got a wrinkle on his forehead for every sack he's given up. Every five minutes, it's another sa- I mean, he, th- th- this guy should not be playing in college, let alone the NFL. And I look up, and his beautiful wife is standing 10 feet away from us, staring at me with her w- mouth wide open. And I just, I didn't know what to do. I just stopped in the middle of the segment. I'm like, and we'll be right back. (laughs) I'm thinking, who invited the wife to training camp? When I'm doing this segment,
0: <laughs> I feel like a Ron Burgundy moment. It's Like, what is this
2: amateur hour? You know,
0: no, you
1: like, should go have gone straight up to her. Hi, I'm Armin. Nice to meet you. Uh, I don't want her to
2: know my name. Fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Do you know how big this dude is? you are talking about a large, yeah. yeah I was about to say American op- gentleman.
0: Offensive linemen are are like 300 plus pounds. Philip, he could eat me.
2: Like, <laughs> like, and, and then later, we're doing the show at the end of the show, and they're walking by and they're holding hands, and I'm like, he is going to. Bash this tape, He's gonna kill me! And and she never. <laughs> Is there a back door? Yeah, I, I just kept waiting for her to be like, "That's him right there. That's that one." But she know, they just walked by, and I mean, I, my I guess butt they they so prep. tight. I I was so nervous.
0: They they have to pre- They I mean, they have to know that that's out there. You know, I bet that's got to be in in all the. The, the discussions and and the meetings that they they talk about and and he has to know agent. that he sucked right <laughs> the whole time she's I wasn't going, gonna go oh, I wasn't gonna quite go there because yeah. I don't want him to fly down and find us and <laughs> no, the whole time his poor wife's going oh he's so right yeah. <laughs>
2: oh no that's my husband's work. so try, bad try sleeping in the same bed with him yeah <laughs> oh, you, you gotta lay down next to this guy all oh night. man Swiss cheese just letting the door wide open every single play.
1: Yeah, the only thing gets sacked in the marriage is you,
2: honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with with that, the uh, the jock itch, We're going to take a small break with a word from our sponsor. Neighbors don't knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years
1: of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices.
0: To learn more, visit our Facebook page or email us directly at admin at neighborsdonotknock
1: And now back to the show.
0: Okay, so you know you had a, a great career in radio, and
2: you know, but you you are a family guy. You have two kids, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's why I, I made this transition recently was to kind of have a different uh, quality of life to, you know, try to enhance that for sure. So I, I love hanging out with my kids. Yeah. yeah. And
1: Brian's not trying to say that coming from Albany, you like look like Peter Griffin or anything. No. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Not the, exactly. Family, not the guy. family
2: guy.
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you don't right, have a talking dog named Brian. That just <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have that image in my head where he tripped on the sidewalk and he, Peter Griffin's holding his knee going, "Ah, oh, uh oh, and it's like. Forty-five seconds. <laughs> ah!
0: That's that's what made that show really ah! great, actually. Because
2: they would have those moments that would just, they go so mom, long, mom. Exactly, mother, mom, mummy, mum, mummy. that was a good impression. Actually, I
0: actually I, I will share my one of my favorite Family Guy moments. It's when um, Stewie says it's it's something about it wasn't as funny as that that movie bewitched or whatever or something like that it was just as bad as that movie bewitched with will ferrell the remake and it has this really long segue or or where it shows him buying a plane ticket waiting in line getting on the plane flying to la getting off going to the convenience store or the the hardware store buying a ladder going over to will ferrell's house ringing the doorbell climbing up on the ladder opening the door he's like hello and he punches him in the face and goes "That's not funny <laughs> It was like eight minutes long and I'm just like, I was waiting. Where is this going? And I could not stop laughing.
2: The show was genius. It it was, it was really great. It's a a great show. So,
0: okay. So family guy, I, I did notice it's, this is very interesting. Everyone in your family, their first names start with an A. Yeah. Was that on purpose or by accident?
2: Well, I mean, isn't it kind of obvious? So like when I marry my wife, that would be by accident because I didn't like purposely my whole life. I've got to marry an Amy.
0: Hunter down.
2: What's the first letter of your name?
0: No, I'm sorry. We're not compatible.
2: (laughs) The first person I was in love with was Nicole. So she was out. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. What's your name? (laughs) Heather.
0: Hi, Annabelle. No, it's it's Annabelle.
2: We're we're legally changing it. (laughs) Right. Her name is actually Jeanette. And we just changed it just so we could have all A's. Like, what kind of question is that? Without an accident ever. So that was obviously, that was a nice coincidence. But then when you have start having kids, it's like, wait, we can we can create the A team here. Is
0: that where that came from? You wanted the A team, is I mean, that not, is that not what?
2: literal? It's just a fun play on words. Why am I, why am I having to explain well, it?
0: I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know because I, I, I would have thought like that. That would have been something that I would have thought. I'd been mean, like, if we had kids, and I be like, baby, let's come, let's make the A team. Yeah. We could be called the A team. Yeah, if
1: Stewie from the Family Guy here right now, you have been baby slapped. <laughs> yeah, just, I,
0: I'm sure I would have. Team <laughs> team he would have <laughs> climbed the ladder and punched me. That shit's not funny. <laughs> Do you have
2: a Mr. T drop in there? <laughs> I wish I, if I had it, I'd be playing it. I believe so. You. Instead, you got to hit the rewind button again. All right. <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> appreciate that all right so uh so you and yeah, you, your all kids yes yeah, so we're all a's i'm armin she's amy and then i have nine-year-old abby and seven-year-old asher and then the dog's name is raider but for obvious reasons recum tech yes exactly and I, I allowed the, the, an r to jump in there
1: but this was not like something that either of your families had done before like there's no no aunts but and uncles
2: and all. Up. great question my brother jordan married jill and they now have jessa and joanna
0: the J's.
2: Yes. See, you, okay. You the A's to, and the J's. The, so my parents now say, hey, A's, J's are coming over. Oh, okay. There you yeah, go. That's okay. how we
1: roll. Your T-shirt's printed up for Disney.
0: Just, just like, like uh, large, just a large letter
2: on <laughs> the front. It doesn't feel like my wife, but that feels
0: like my sister-in-law <laughs> a little bit. I could see that happening.
2: Yeah. Everyone thinks
1: you're making an Alvin and the Chipmunks
0: reference. Like, yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, but you guys, speaking of
2: your, your sister-in-law, you live very close to each other. My wife... Is an identical twin, the twin, an identical twin, the twin sister who lives next door. Have you, <laughs> How I, many I, times
1: I, do you have to insist <laughs> that you're not making that up?
2: Often. like Often, I, right? I have to clarify that. Yeah. And then the next question, everybody's like, oh, I mean, what's the next question you would ask me?
0: Oh, I was, I'm just picturing everyone loves Raymond right now. <laughs> Like you guys walking in,
2: yeah, with no, the, with, that, the J, with the A's and with yeah. the A's and
0: J's, just like well,
2: the J the J's is my brother in Dallas. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. Yeah. but that's okay. But, but so my wife's identical twin is Kristen.
0: I mean, you're so sweet and
1: innocent and clean about this, Brian. I, I'm instantly thinking, like, why did they ever switch?
0: No, okay. <laughs> you
2: know, yeah. it's like that's that's what I get. First I, thing I,
0: I was the Thank only you. the only question that popped into my head outside of everyone loves Raymond was, have you ever mistaken them? That's the question so.
2: I always get. And my answer has always been yes. Probably a couple times a year. It's something innocent where, because the peripheral, here's the thing. Right. Obviously, I can recognize my wife's face. Like, I, I know what my wife looks like, but the peripheral, you're screwed. Like you they 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 have all the same demeanor. I mean yeah. you're, you're done, right? And you gotta remember they're in and out, they're both in and out of each other's houses all the time. So like the pain is real. Like I have to be on standby all the time. So I've accidentally like marked one. Have you ever marked one? Like you marked your wife as she walked by office. or something. you guys see that f- the office episode?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah he like puts a he draws like yeah. a little like well, I can't tell the difference yeah. between the two girls. Orange so he, but, no, he puts a little marker like Steve Carell's character with the pennies, like gives her a hug and goes.
2: (laughs) So that way when she walks by, you can notice it. So that's like, that's now what I'm picturing. So there goes, there's the next. I I don't have to do that because again, I can tell the difference, but not the peripheral. Let's see. Two times I've smacked the wrong butt, but this this was when, this was when, like (laughs) when we were first married and they were, listen, like we're in that, we're in that mid to late twenties time in our life. And they're both in the same wedding all the time, so because they all they all have the same. They both have the same. Oh, friends. and
0: so they're wearing the same the bridesmaid same dress.
2: dress and the same oh. hair oh. and oh. the same makeup, like the same everything. <laughs> like so, if you're if you're approaching from behind, you're done. It's like you might as well flip a coin. It's a 50-50. It literally is a 50-50. So oh. two times I walked up from behind, smacked the wrong butt.
1: <laughs> Looking good, A's.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it pop. Oh man, I mean, it, and immediately you know she turns around. I'm like, oh, sunny beaches, like. I am so sorry.
0: You know, that, that's, that's got to be more now, probably just accepted, right? Like, does it, 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 your. Mean, I guess you'd have th- to ask them. I'm still so embarrassed <laughs> by it. Just like, it's just like, oh, he did it again. It's like, okay, it's like.
2: <laughs> okay I, I had a good streak going. And then two
0: days ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's like the work. It's like no accidents or something exactly with the chalkboard. Yeah, I had a, I had a like clean a, record. Like, I was on a street. Zeroed.
2: Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days, two days ago. I was in the kitchen, breakfast, wife. And my son, we're in the kitchen. I run upstairs, 10 minutes, grab my stuff. I'm on a conference call at this point. Walk downstairs, I'm on the phone. My wife's at the table, folding some shirts, put my hand on her shoulder. Hey, babe, love you, have a great day. Lean forward, she turns around. It's my sister-in-law. I was half an inch from kissing my sister-in-law in which she like starts mimicking me Bye, baby oh no <laughs> you should have
1: planted right on her head. Uh, <laughs> right on the oh, the little, lips, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> i jumped back
2: i mean if, if i'm not surprised by that i'm proud that's probably where i get in trouble because everybody's like do you get in trouble like no they think it's funny but if i lean in it's probably not funny anymore. yeah it's, probably the exactly.
0: it's like they can laugh about it but yeah. but
2: you have to be how did you wind up living so close what's well, why we moved back here just to do that? It's not the reason, but that was a huge reason. That it just so happens you know, what, the just house kisser is that what you mean? It was, just, it me. was like, that slap that good. wrong ass out again. It was yes. that good.
0: Oops. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> did it. I'm sorry with yeah. the yeah. quotes. Yeah. Right. See, there it goes. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. So it just happened that the four houses down, right? So you guys just decided that you wanted to be close. We, but, we but, were but, in, or they have, they have kids too. They have two kids too. Okay, so it's yeah. it's so it's nice for the cousins to to get a chance to oh, it's to, it's amazing. to be there. Yeah, you get so. me? and
2: and, and there. So my wife and her sister, their DNA is like a, is a match, right? Is like, I mean, they're the same person, right? So if you our, lose, if one kids. goes, you got another one. Yeah. I got a backup
0: plan. I don't <laughs> know, I don't know what her husband would think about
2: that. But yeah, we'll roll
0: that.
1: What is <laughs> multiplicity? I mean, what's going on here?
0: Well, if they figure out the cloning plot process, then
1: just good to go. Just, like
0: just Yeah, like exactly. That.
2: I feel like time hasn't changed. Like, these are the same type of, like, level of conversations <laughs> we had 20 years ago, Philip. Like, this is real This, is, this is what you get. This is what you yeah. get yeah. when neighbors just come by. 22. I, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking eighteen. But I'll take twenty. I'll take twenty-two. So, so the, the DNA of my kids and her kids would actually show that they're not cousins, but that they're siblings. Right. DNA would show because their their mom's DNA are so strong. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's bizarre. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. That, that is yeah. that is nuts. I mean, oh, I mean, kudos to you guys for for, for all the the fun quirkiness that you just seem to have with oh, it. It's, but
2: it's a fun life, though, man. It's cool. It's really cool having the niece and nephew next door, and my brother and brother in law and I not only get along, but we're friends, and it's fun. I mean, I can walk, and then my my mother in law just moved here from Minnesota so i can walk downstairs and at my dinner table any given night i can have from 4 to 9 people
1: that's cool
0: yeah that
2: that's
1: I crazy that. I really that's do. crazy
0: I, that's it's pretty neat yeah my um we didn't have that much family here but our my family was big enough so it felt very similar it was yeah, you're always, like
1: three families in it one was always table.
0: it's always loud but so i i was used to things like that my my wife didn't have a large family so it was very different so when i introduced her to my family well let, let's just say it was a very different experience Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah. exactly like, this is great Brian when are we leaving yeah <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> so, uh, but okay. Uh, so you said you and your brother-in-law get get along. Uh, do you guys ever swap stories about uh, about y- your wives a little bit without all this stuff? Or does he have some of the same things going on? What do you mean, as far as as far as the mistaken yeah. identity? I don't How think, many times he you patted your wife on the butt? Come yeah,
2: out. guys, I don't think he's ever made the mistake. Oh, Ooh. I think I'm the only. He's one. batting a thousand. I think it, maybe he just maybe they've kept it secret. But I can't because I was thinking about that. Well, after he day. listens
0: to this show, you guys may have something. You may be able to talk a little bit.
2: <laughs> I, I, I think I'm the only one that's that's messed this up many times. Oh, multiple man. times. Oh, man. And as we just discuss on a regular basis, on a recent basis.
1: You just got to sit your wife and your brother down, have the conversation, like, listen, I'm sorry, but he gets two free pats and we have to give it to him.
2: <laughs> just it's an annual thing. We got to even up the score. Yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> Why wait a year? Just make it happen now.
0: (laughs)
1: Don't make it obvious,
0: you know, save them for the,
2: (laughs) (laughs) for the wedding. (laughs) The wedding.
0: Same hair, right? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, congratulations. You guys are going on how many years now marriage? Uh, 13. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So that's awesome. And you know, you, I, you, like, I think we were texting before the show, and uh, we were get back and forth. And you were at a trampoline park with your, oh man, with, with your both your kids. Talk about hell on earth as a <laughs> trampoline
1: park. I've never been to one. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you have a nine? You have a nine year old daughter, I right? And
1: How do you? She's have a wanted nine- to go, but I've been like completely avoiding just the chaos that that place must be.
2: That's the smartest thing you've said in this entire podcast. <laughs> I mean, that is genius. <laughs> it's it's a, a trampoline park at capacity, like it was the other night. Is bad. it is so loud? It is crazy, and everyone's just running around, and you're just trying to like get in the corner and stay on your phone and <laughs> type text, act <laughs> like, like you How much? Seen how anything. much
1: crashing into each other is going because on? Because it's like, like got to be a lot, a lot.
2: Right? Because there's walls. I mean,
0: everything. My older brother loves going with his kids. Actually, he'll actually do videos of himself doing. Flips and things like that. I'm like, who's watching your kids? I'm <laughs> you know, I, exactly.
2: I, I, n- I normally join them. It's fun. Like I, I enjoy bonding with my kids, but when it's that crowded, the other night there was a school there or something. Oh, okay. And it was back, and maybe insane. a back to school
0: night type of thing or something. That's like what that. it felt like.
2: It was nuts, man. Yeah. It was crazy. And my son was so mad that I didn't join him. And I'm like, I will kill somebody. <laughs> like look at these little kids. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to step on something, and then it, you know yeah, it's
1: going to make a sound. <laughs> it, that it should not it, make. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And
2: juicy and like, <laughs> oh yeah. See. So
1: part of the reason why I've avoided these things is because I grew up with a large trampoline in my backyard, and, you know, this is back before anybody thought of, like, safety at all, right? It was just huge, long springs, and it was kind of a mat ish thing there, you know? I can't believe I lived to tell the tale. We used to get so hurt on that thing, so bad, that we didn't break a neck or a back, is incredible lots of other bones over the years yeah safety
0: was less of a concern Dude, uh, when you. we were growing up i feel like <laughs>
2: yeah they would just say, go outside and don't kill yourselves yeah so exactly. here's some du- here's
0: some duct tape yeah. or you know call us if it's something's actually falling well, off well when i grew up in a race car family so imagine all the crap in the garage i
1: got to play with hey let's go light something on fire Dude, that would have been of chemicals that, that would have been awesome
0: you know? actually because we were all about building forts and things growing up and making ramps for we our bikes, some cool you know? shit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Well, I, I hope that you get a chance and your kids get a chance to drive you crazy and you have fun with it, man, because it sounds like you have a great family. Um, it really does. But Thank you. So, so earlier, though, you
1: said that you had left the radio world.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm no longer in radio for the first time since, what, 1999 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's so t- t- why don't we talk,
0: let's talk about that. What, what are you doing now? What, what's going on with, with now? You have a new business?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I uh, am working. Well, actually, I own a franchise of Schooley Mitchell and we are North America's largest cost reduction company. And what we do is we help businesses save money on their overhead expenses on their most common overhead expenses. So it's as easy as Philip, you have a uh, building for example, that's a brick and mortar and you say, Hey man, can you help me on expenses? And I'm going to go through some of the categories with you that we are experts in. And I'll say, well, you know, tell me about your telephone bill. We'll kind of talk about that for a second and tell me about your merchant services, uh, because we have a software that scans all 700 plus, uh, merchant services fees, uh, your, your waste with your dumpster. Uh, if you sh- make regular shipments and you're using UPS or DHL, we can help you save on that. So we, on average, save a company 28% and we don't wow. charge. We only share in the savings, right? So th- it's no commitment. All it is, is you saying, you know what? Yeah, I will, uh, I want you to take a look. I'll give you the information you need to do, uh, need to have. We'll sign a little confidentiality so the information stays between the two of us. And you're signing a uh, one-pager that says, you're going to give me an option. I'm not committing to anything. You know, I'll, I'll only jump into something. If, if I agree to it, I'm not agreeing to anything. And I'll take your bills and I'll go see what I can do. So for example, so I have a staff at our head office of 95 people and all they do Monday through Friday, eight to five is negotiate rates for businesses. The example would be uh, last week, there was a company, they have five retail locations and they spend about a thousand bucks per location on their internet and their phone system through Comcast, right? We look at this bundle at our head office and we say, man, this is too much. And the internet speed is, is not very good. We saved them $200 per location, right? And then we increased their internet speed times four. And then we threw in, we got them to throw in three things into the package uh, security features that they didn't have before so we increase their bundle better price and they don't have to change vendors they just have to sign one page which we facilitate hey philip sign this we submit it and now we will post audit that for you and every month we'll give you an update and tell you hey it's still looking good with the market prices or ah, we might start shopping it again we'll let you know um but it's it's been a lot of fun doing this. It's cool, yeah. It's yeah, a great yeah, business model yeah. because it's saving money for people more than I even thought. It's, I mean, the average is twenty eight percent. My experience, in my clients has been higher.
1: That's fantastic. How deep do the services go? Do you guys even look at things like third party payroll providers and and like healthcare and all that?
2: So the core, I'm giving you guys a visual. How about that? Yeah, I yeah. Love And it. And for uh, and for we free. will put this
0: up on our page Absolutely.
2: right now. Absolutely, you can even keep it.
1: Well, thank you. How about that? I love this. I love the visual.
2: Yeah, thank you. All right, so on the visual. I,
0: I'm a very visual person too, so I, li- I like this as well. I feel
1: like we should be like doing the whole flight attendant thing for the camera, right? For the <laughs> That's
2: very good. If you'd open up the back, of- <laughs> just a look. I, I need to bring you guys with me when I talk to clients. <laughs> I, I think I just missed, I just found my secret sauce that I, <laughs> I've been searching for. On the front of the uh, trifold there, ladies and gentlemen, it has uh, 10 categories on there. So telecom would be your uh, internet, Wi-Fi. Merchant services we discuss small package shipping, waste, anybody who owns a dumpster, um you have the e signature you know that's lawyers medical field is really heavy in that. The final three is your manufacturing and distributing, so utilities, fuel, and tracking devices on trucks
1: I see, and the e signature thing is like the docu sign that's like it that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so like if
2: if you have more than twenty twenty five seats at your place of business we can we can put those. Uh, e-signature companies against each other and negotiate the best service and the best rate for your company.
1: Now, is there a minimum size of a company that you require to do this kind of work for?
2: I have a client who has no employees who works out of his living room. Uh, I have a uh, client right now that I'm negotiating with that has 1600 locations and they do 6 billion a year. It spans all over the map. An ideal referral would be a company that has been in a brick and mortar for at least a year. So we have some documentation of how the bills are going, what the rates are at. Hey, do you like it? Do you not like them? What do you like about the features? What do you not like about the features? So you can give us an idea of, of what you yeah, would- Less guessing at that to. point. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that makes sense. Yeah.
2: And probably like, you know, if they have at least five to 10 employees, that's probably enough volume to, to see if we can find some savings for you. But again- I can do the guy who says, Hey, I have a phone bill. Can you help me? Who owns a business? Yeah,
1: I love this. I mean, for our listeners, especially, we have a lot of listeners who are entrepreneurs and have small businesses and things like that. So this kind of stuff, I know firsthand can be very, very valuable. When you say that you charge a percentage of the savings, does that vary depending on the client and the scope and all that? Or is it a set percentage?
2: It's a set percentage. Yeah, it's it's 50% of savings. Because remember, on average, we save 28%. You know, and that's a big number depending on your bill, right? But I've also had clients, I mean, I've saved someone uh, 67% the other day on their telephone bill. So, I mean, it can go pretty high, but it's 50% split for the life of the service agreement. I yeah. see. And yeah, then I the see. beautiful
0: thing, no territories, so you can right. work, but it's just U.S. and Canada areas, not overseas, right?
2: U.S. and Canada, holla at me. Yep, absolutely. Okay, there
0: we go. So... <laughs> Hello, neighbors to beer, the north. Eh? That's right. That's right. Yeah.
1: You got to fire some of these hosers that are charging us too much money. Eh?
0: <laughs> so, this is awesome. And if you guys want to find out more or get in touch with Armin, you we can look in the episode description for his link to his website uh, or how to get in touch with him. We'll have his contact information there. Or you can email us at admin at do not com and we'll put you directly in touch with Armin and you guys can uh, talk it out and save some money.
1: Absolutely. we about saving cash.
2: Last thing I tell you, I love helping churches and nonprofits. So I, I would love an introduction to your business office at your church or your pastor, because I, I have saved churches thousands of dollars. And obviously, I mean, I'm a, I'm a faith-driven person, so I love the impact. I mean, that that fills me right. I, I, I love giving back in that way to nonprofits and churches because the most unstaffed companies are nonprofits. Yeah, are churches. That is true. And they like to save them time, to where they don't have to make the calls and negotiate for dang phone bill let me do it
1: oh yeah that yeah i was about to say let my team do it volunteers at most of those places probably aren't that adept at searching for the best wireless carrier right so yeah exactly
0: uh, so
2: why should they be right i I, I mean any business owner you know let us save you the time as you grow as you expand we'll find the best provider that fits that new location that you're opening up
1: That's very cool
0: well you guys can get all this information and and find out how to get uh find out more information with the link in our episode description Uh, but before we get out of here i do want to have you give some neighborly advice so
2: do you have any neighborly advice that you'd like to pass along three words own a holiday so if you're a neighbor find that holiday and it can be it can be maybe you're religious and it's easter maybe it's christmas halloween fourth of july hanukkah i don't know change it up a little bit Pick a holiday and own that holiday. I'm talking your front yard, go all out. Send out invitations for your holiday party. Let me tell you guys about the story of Bounce House Bob, my neighbor. This dude is legendary in my parts. And would you like to guess how he has gotten the name Bounce House Bob?
0: I'm only guessing there's a large bounce house
2: in front of his house.
0: <laughs> we probably found him by a birthday party to start this whole thing?
1: Or?
2: Every 4th of July. Oh, 4th. Oh, 4th. That's a good one. He goes crazy. He like hides money from his wife all year. I mean, it sounds really unhealthy, but he finds a way to fund... <laughs> this mind-blowing suburbia. I mean, we're in state, stick, stick in the Playboy magazines. <laughs> yeah, not that it's, it's, it's He's very, in fact, he's very, uh, he, every, everything he does, he's like, well, the kids enjoyed this. this. This has to be for the kids. It has, I mean, he's so focused on the kids. I love it. So 4th of July this year, it has now turned into four years later. It included a 30-foot water slide that he rents, rented, a uh, 20-foot water slide that uh, one of the neighbors has uh, since purchased as their contribution to this party, he bought a foam machine and, and foamed up the kiddie pool. We had a water balloon party with twenty five hundred water balloons, and then at night he had a five hundred dollar fireworks display, all kid friendly. Not a lot of shells, mostly lot sparklers, yeah, and showers yeah, yeah. and things of that nature. He is a legend. So we now have bounce house Bob's Freedom Fest. Wow,
0: every I love that summer. I, I so love that Ona cool. Ona holiday. Own that a that's, holiday. that's 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 great. Be that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably have to say you'd be New Year's. I would totally be New Year's. Yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah, you, yeah, you would definitely be New Year's. So that is some of the best neighborly advice we have. I mean, we love all the neighborly advice that we get. But I'm thinking, I love that. And now I'm thinking about what, what holiday can I own. Yes, I, I, now do I, now it. I, now I, now I, I don't know. I just don't know now. Now there's so many.
1: That was definitely top 10. I agree. But for some of the best neighborly advice we've that was had. That was great, man. It, you're guys. a tough call with the holiday.
0: I, I, I don't know what I would do. I think you're right. I think I will be New Year's Eve. Yeah, you'd, you, you'd have to because you guys have put a staple on that. But we'll... Yeah. And, and you know what? For our listeners, what holiday do you think that I should own?
1: That's a great one. Post up. I yeah, wanna,
0: yeah. I let, us, let us know. That. I want to let us know. Hit us up on social media. Uh, let us know in the comments below. What holiday do you think that I should should be a part of.
2: I would also like to know how listeners own their holiday. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. It, is, is there a competitor to Bounce House Bob? Like, please stand up because this yeah. dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, please He's stand lit- up. Shanna. He is a little oh,
0: slim. Yes. I like the slim shady reference right there. Please stand up. <laughs> Forever etched that. into our memories. I know, as, right? As
1: children of the 90s.
0: Exactly. So I, I have to ask, though, before we before we get out of here, what is your holiday?
2: I knew you. You know what? And I'm sitting here thinking about it. <laughs> I, I would go with Christmas, okay, because we do a big kind of nonprofit thing. Uh, my son has spent a lot of time at Texas Children's Hospital. He has some uh, disorders. He's he's good, but that has allowed us uh, to realize that there's a need at Texas Children's for uh, gifts for the kids on the cardiology floor. Mm. And so we like the entire month we have Amazon drivers because all the gifts are delivered to our house. And my kids and the neighbors, they make signs for the Amazon drivers, and they bring over drinks and snacks, and we have tables set up in the yard, and I mean, we'll get... 30 deliveries in a day for like a two week period leading up to Christmas. And then our neighbor on the other side of bounce house, Bob is Santa, like legit mall Santa. Oh, wow. So yeah. we have Santa in my living room on That's Christmas Eve. Awesome. Like That's shut awesome. your face. You can't beat that. I, I'm just, I, I'm <laughs> just showing up perfect. to your,
0: I'm showing up to your place for Christmas. Cause I love Christmas. I'm, I'm on one open. of those. Like when we were in Ohio, bring a toy. we went, <laughs> we went to, uh, the, uh, the house where they filmed, uh, the, uh, uh, Christmas story. Oh, cool! They, it's it's actually in Ohio because they wanted a very industrial background.
2: Was that legit? Was that cool?
0: It was. It was a lot of fun. W-
2: was it worth it, it? to Go see it.
0: It's in a neighborhood still, so it's not in a very so you, you like the neighbors have made money because they they now pay let people like open their yards up so they can pay to park and they bake hot nuts and stuff and sell them right there, you know, so it's become a little business industry over there. But all it, of the Asians are getting, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> it's just like, they can't help it, you know? So, but anyway, but what, yeah, like, like Armin said, what is your holiday? I, I want to know. And what would you do on that holiday? Absolutely. So and, that and Ar- would be awesome. Armin,
1: I, I do think that you qualify as owning Christmas, given that story, because oh, that's pretty you. impressive. Yeah, that is, cool. awesome. that is awesome. That's awesome. I guess
2: but, I give all the credit to my wife. I had nothing to do with the, with the giveaway thing Fair with enough. the presents. Yeah. Be
1: careful though. This guy's like uh Wolf Will Ferrell and the Elf around Christmas time. I love Christmas, so man. Over, I do,
0: I do. I love it. But you know what? They'll have to table that for another day. Uh, make sure you catch new episodes every Friday. You're never going to know who's going to stop by, but we are have a slate of great neighbors this season, so you're not going to want to miss that. Hit us up on social media uh, you know, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And be sure to check out the YouTube page. We are not just audio anymore. That's right. We'll catch you next week.
0: Armin, thanks for stopping by, man. Boys,
2: thanks, thanks, thanks for
1: having me. This was awesome.
0: All right, peace.
1: Out.